Him glory. Give Him praise. Ask that the Lord will speak to you this morning. Lord, speak to me. In clear times, Lord, speak your word specifically. My own word. The word for the moment. Lord, speak your word unto me. Lord, I want to hear you like a man hears his friend. I want to hear you clearly. I want to hear your voice this morning. I want to hear your voice this morning. Speak to me, Father. Speak to me, Father. Speak to me, Father. Speak to me, Lord. I want to hear you this morning. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. Father, said to me this morning, said to me today, Lord, said to me today, today is my own day of settlement. Lord, said to me, all round settlement in every area of my life. I desire all round settlement. I desire all round settlement in every area of my life. I desire all round settlement. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Father, we find you. Lord, speak your word. Let your word come with power. And we vow to return all the glory to you. In Jesus' mighty name. Celebrate Jesus with a clap. Hallelujah. And please be comfortably seated. It is my year of breaking limit. Hallelujah. You have come to the presence of God. And I believe God today that he will say to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Remember, the theme of the month is serving God pays the most. Serving God pays the most. We began the teaching of um, this series of teaching um, last week Sunday. And I believe God that God will be adding something new to somebody in the mighty name of Jesus. Serving God is what we all need to plug in to enjoy the blessings of God. Only servants of God are permitted to have encounter with God. And we are considering serving God. And the interest of his kingdom pays unmatchable. That is a teaching series for our Sunday services this month. Serving God and the interest of his kingdom pays the unmatchable. It is not something you try. It is a main thing to do. There is always what you must do to enjoy the blessings of God. Serving God is one of it. A great scholar said, success is a matter of luck. Ask a failure. <laughs> and you know, a failure is the worst person to advise you about success. He says, success is a matter of luck. Ask a failure. So there is no place you succeed by doing nothing. There is always something to do. Serving God and the interest of the kingdom pays the most. Exodus chapter 23 and verse 25. The Bible speaking said, And ye shall serve the Lord their God. He said, And he shall bless thy bread and water. He will take away sickness from the midst of thee. As in verse 26 said, They shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The numbers of your days you fulfill. All of this is enveloped in serving God and the interest of his kingdom. You can't serve God and be stranded in life. It is an intentional act to serve God. You don't serve God by mistake, by error. You serve God because you have determined to serve him. And until you serve him, like we said last week, he cannot service you. You don't service a vehicle that is not in use. You service a vehicle that is in use. God is about to service somebody's destiny. If that person is you, you shout a louder amen. Every serious thing of life comes from serving God just like we saw in that scripture. Every important thing of life comes from serving God. Quickly, let's see some of the benefits of serving God and the interest of the kingdom. Number one, it secures the future. Serving God and the interest of his kingdom secures the future. Your future is under a threat if your service is not in check. 
you must check the way you serve God. If not, your future is under a threat. It is not certain. What guarantees our future is kingdom investment endeavor. That scripture said that the numbers of your days it will fulfill it. It is not just living long, but living long and living well. That is what kingdom service does. The numbers of your days will fulfill, meaning you will accomplish the purpose of your coming to the earth. That is fulfillment. May you fulfill the purpose of your coming. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Clearly stated in Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 and 26. He said, There shall nothing cause their young, nor be buried in the land. He said, The numbers of their days I will fulfill. So, your placement in the kingdom guarantees your length of days, it also guarantees the fulfillment of destiny. If you are kingdom relevant, God will secure your existence. If you are kingdom relevant, God will secure your existence. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 17 to 18, it shows us how he's going to do it. He said, And they shall be mine. Malachi 3 17 to 18. And they shall be mine. See the Lord of hosts in that day when I make up, up my jewels. He said, And I will spear them. <laughs> when God spears you, death cannot scare you. When God spears a man, death cannot scare him. He said, I will spare them as a man spared his own son that served him. Then shall he return and discern between the righteous and the wicked. Between them that served God and him that served not. God classifies people that serve him not as wicked. Look at it. <laughs> he said, you will take between them that serve him and those that serve him not. He said, you will come and return and see. Between the righteous and the wicked. No wonder that servant that kept uh, the, 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 the silver that was given, the, 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 the gift, the talent that was given to him. He kept it without doing anything with it. They call him a wicked servant. So anyone that will not serve also is wicked. That shall not be you in the name of Jesus. When God spears you, death cannot scare you. Number two benefits. Serving God and the interest of his kingdom is that it secures peace that passes all understanding, all knowledge. It secures peace that passes all knowledge. When they say peace passes all knowledge, people can't see the reason why the man is enjoying peace, but yet they can't doubt that he's enjoying the peace of him. Luke chapter 10, verse 5. Luke chapter 10, verse 5. He said, And into whatsoever house ye enter, first say, Peace be unto this house. In John 14, verse 27. John chapter 14, verse 27. The Bible said, Peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as this word gives. Meaning the word can give peace, but it's limited. He said, not like this is what we give. Man can give you something that looks like peace. For instance, you are looking for a job. And then somebody gives you a job. Sentimentally. He just gives you because of what he wants to derive from you. And then as soon as you do something that doesn't satisfy, he withdraws the job and you go back to square one. That is when man gives. But you see the blessing of the Lord. Make it rich and act no sorrow. When God gives you peace, it's everlasting. May you enjoy the peace of God. In Galatians chapter 6, 7 to 8 or 7 to 9, Galatians 6, verse 7 said, Be not deceived. God is no more for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that sweareth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sweareth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Life everlasting. Nobody can truncate your destiny when you are a kingdom addict. Verse 9, he said, And let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. In due season we shall reap if we faint not. Your due season has come in the mighty name of Jesus. In Exodus chapter 14, verse 14, the Bible says, The Lord shall fight for you, and the product of the fight, he said, And ye shall hold your peace. And ye shall hold your peace. The Lord will fight for you. May God fight for you this season. In case somebody is behind on rest of your life, may God fight for you this season. <laughs> Number three, 
it secures health and vitality serving God and the interest of his kingdom secures health and vitality you don't just serve God because you are healthy you serve God to become healthy you don't just serve God because you are fine Ah, if not for my leg I will have served so you serve God to make the leg whole workman values his instrument. A carpenter will not play with armor, with his armor. He said, you want to take food from my mouth? <laughs> Here it is. You are the instrument in the hand of the Almighty. It will be stupidity for a workman to pray. For instance, he's using a drilling machine. It is stupidity for him to leave it outside. Because that is his food. Every man values his instrument. Listen, you are an instrument in the hand of Almighty. Look at Romans chapter 6, verse 13. Romans chapter 6, verse 13. Neither ye thee your bodies as instruments of unrighteousness. So your body is an instrument. <laughs> as instrument of unrighteousness unto sin. But yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead. And your members as instruments of righteousness. What kind of instrument are you? Aha. You see, God will not play with this instrument. That is why you must be healthy. He knows he will enjoy the best from you when you are in good health. God heals you because he needs you. God does what? He heals you because he needs you. Now, if you don't have value in the kingdom, you look for those that have value. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Matthew chapter 9 verse 37. He said, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. He can now start killing the few laborers. Corona will miss way. When it comes to the kingdom, the children of God, you are not permitted to carry because this body is his temple. How do I will stay? Who signed the tenancy? The tenancy agreement, who signed it? So your body is a temple of God. You are busy serving the God of heaven. Corona cannot stay. Second Chronicles. Corinthians writer, second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19 to 20. Say to we that God was in Christ, they concerned the word unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. He said, and, and committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So he handed over the baton to us. Come on, I've done some part. You continue with reconciliation. Verse 20 said, Now then we are ambassadors of Christ, you are representative of the kingdom of God. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's head, be ye reconciled to God. And in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 17, he said, A wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is held. A faithful ambassador is held. No wonder in told John 2. The Bible said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. Your prosperity and your health is God's concern. Your health is not a giveaway. It has a price. God does not just give it out to everybody. Divine health has a price. The price is kingdom service. Pay the price. Enjoy the good health. Number four, it secures supernatural breakthrough. Serving God and the interests of the kingdom secures supernatural breakthrough. For instance, you can't be truly sold out to God and not stand out on earth. You can't be fully sold out. So if you are not standing out, check your level of commitment. God is true. God is faithful. 
He keeps his word. Ye shall serve. He shall bless. If they will be and serve me, they will spend their years in prosperity. And they, they, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. He has said it already. He's not going to go back about or on it. For, oh Lord, thy word is settled. So if you have said this, I know my settlement is in it. Please serve God. You can't give yourself holy and not see God fully. You can't give yourself holy and totally and not see God fully. May you see God. I say, may you experience God in the name of Jesus. You can't walk, for instance, in his plans and miss his backing. You can't walk in his plans and miss his backing. A baby lion is at rest. He's at rest, hanging around the mother lion. <laughs> so you can't be with God and be stranded. Check your commitment. Every servant of God is uh, enjoys heaven attraction. Now, for instance, the camera is zoomed on me. So if I want to enjoy the focus of the camera. I must continue to speak. When you stop speaking, the camera is focused elsewhere. When you stop serving, heaven's camera is focused elsewhere. So, to enjoy the searchlight of heaven, keep doing the assignment. When you stop commitment with God, you lose the focus of heaven. Hey, look for somebody else that is serious. When Saul started misbehaving, the searchlight of heaven focused on David. He was not yet looking like a king. But no. That zoom is what will make him a king. May God focus on you. What brings heaven's focus on you is your commitment. We see in Luke chapter 5. Beginning from verse 1 to 7. The story of Peter and his brethren. They went fishing, told all night, nothing. Then they gave the boat out to Jesus to use. And as soon as he, do, he finished using it, heaven's focus returned to them. Cast your net into the deep. And we have told all night. And no but You told while you have not given me the boat. Now that I have used your boat, you are qualified for a breakthrough. Hear this. If your boat will sink with blessing, your hand must stick to service. If your boat, boat, you see their testimony was a boat sinking testimony. They got enough fishes. The, the, the boat began to sink. If you will enjoy a boat sinking testimony where you will need others to come and enjoy the blessings with you. Listen to me. Your hand must be stick to service. If your boat will sink with blessing, your hand must be stick to service. When God sends you on a mission, He goes before you, He walks through you, and He works for you. Don't ask me the whereabouts of God. Look for a servant of God. Remember Mark chapter 16, verse 20. The Lord was with them, confirming their words with signs. Don't, don't ask me where God is, He's always with His servants. So when you don't experience God, check your service. May you experience God this season. May the grace to be committed to God and the interest of his kingdom be released expressly. In the name of Jesus Christ. So, you can't serve God and be stranded. Those that are stranded are struggling to serve. You can't serve God and be stranded. Those that are stranded are struggling to serve. Stop struggling. Serve. Make it your lifestyle. Don't make it just uh, one of those things. Make it your lifestyle. When service is your lifestyle, servicing will be the order of the day. <laughs> now, the man that uses a vehicle steady will service it more often than the one that doesn't. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if the car is not moving too far, just moving around the town, the service can be a, a little uh, relaxed. But when it is a vehicle that travels far, it is serviced more. 
if you want to enjoy divine servicing from heaven, when we say servicing, it's not just your health. Everything we have mentioned, you want to enjoy it. The secret is to keep working. You don't beg for service. It's servicing. May your maker service you. God is not short-handed. Your service never reached him. God is not short-handed. His hand is not short. <laughs> it is your service that did not reach him. When your service reaches him, he sends down your blessing. Listen, I had this, I love it. Don't come to God as a volunteer. Come as a laborer. A volunteer can tell you, I'm tired, I'm going. A laborer must finish his hours before he goes. God is not looking for volunteers, he's looking for laborer. He said, a laborer, not a volunteer, is worthy of his wages. If you will not lose your wages, be a committed laborer. If the work starts in the morning and the laborers decide, okay, one hour, I say it's going. He collects the thing for one hour. If at all they will give him anything. But when it comes to a volunteer, I can go. They will still thank him for coming. Say volunteer. You don't hold him. When you are a laborer, God goes all out to reward you. It's your rights. Settlement is one of those rights. May you receive full settlement. In the name of Jesus Christ. But what do we do as stewards to qualify for rewards? What must I do as a steward to qualify for this reward? Because you do, you don't do anything to fall. You do something to rise. You want to fall, just leave yourself. You want to fail, don't study. The morning while they are writing the exam, just come to the hall. Which exam will you have? To? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You want to fail, it's very simple. Don't read, just come. The morning, they are writing the exam. They are writing the exam, 8 o'clock, just come, 10 minutes to exam. Please, which exam? They tell you, it's okay. That's right. He, he has planned to fail by doing nothing. But if it is the kingdom, serving God, there is a way to do it. That's what we are talking about. What must we do? What must we have to service? So that our service will not look like just laboring in vain. Number one, we must serve God cheerfully. If it is missing, it will look as if you didn't serve. It will have been better you did not. <laughs> you must serve God cheerfully. Because reward is aborted when service is void of joy. The reward is aborted. When you serve God and you, you grumble, you have missed the reward. A lot of people might not have problem with serving. They are jumping here and there. You can see it. It's obvious they are committed to something but not joyfully. Cheerful service delivers cheerful blessings. Cheerful service delivers cheerful blessings. Look at scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 47. Deuteronomy 28 verse 47. It said, because thou served not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. It didn't say because you did not serve. It said, you served though. You were serving. I saw you serving. But joy was not included in your service. Look at it. It would have been better the man did not even serve at all. He said, You serve not with joyfulness and gladness of heart. He said, For the abundance of all things. He said, Therefore, shall thou serve thy enemies. Now, if you are serving God, it's regulated. Everything is regulated. When you are serving your enemy, who regulates you? Who regulates the punishments? When they were serving Pharaoh in Egypt, until God intervened, they were suffering. Uh huh. He said, Therefore, shall thou serve thy enemies. Say, God forbid. And I forbid also. When you serve with joy, you are forbidding it. <laughs> which the Lord shall send, which the Lord shall permit. Why? Because joy was not there. He said, You shall serve in hunger, in test. It's enough to serve, but hunger is attached. Test is attached. Nakedness is there. For what? Because joy was missing. So serve him joyfully. Cheerful service delivers cheerful blessings. Second Corinthians chapter 9. Second Corinthians chapter 9, beginning from verse 6 to 7. He said, But this I say, 
He which, which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. So it's what he wants that is sowed. So fine. But look at this part of it, verse 7. Every man according as he purposed in his heart, so let him give not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. If God loves something, the other side of it, what does he do to it? Ah. Uh-huh. So you want God to love your service? You must do it with excitement. There might be reasons you want to be angry because you are serving with human. People will step on your toes. Bible records it that offenses will come. <laughs> but don't be carried away by it. If they step on your toes, remove your leg. Don't keep your toe there. <laughs> when you withdraw from service because of somebody's error, you have missed the whole thing. That scripture simply said, Don't serve God with weight in your heart. Lay aside the weight. You are grumbling and you can serve it. You have lost the blessing. You saw it in Deuteronomy chapter 28. 47 to 48. Is it because you did not serve with joy? So don't allow somebody to tamper with your joy. It is your major sequel. In kingdom advancement, in kingdom service, if you must be rewarded, your joy is a major sequel. You must not allow anybody to tamper with it. Secure your joy. I cannot be offended. Refuse to be offended. There will be reasons, except you are not serving, except you are in the midst of Holy Spirit. Only you and Spirit. But if it is with human, you must be there. Must be, why is it that every time they don't uh, give me so so thing to do? Uh, the first place, I'm not the one saying. Why is it that they start every time I come? They say I should do this one. The dirty thing, that's what they deserve for me. Something is forming in your heart that wants to abuse your destiny. Reject it. Praise the name of the Lord. To serve God with weight is a waste. Waste of service. You will not waste your commitment. Number two, we must serve God willingly. We must serve God willingly. First Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 17. First Corinthians 9, 17. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. So it must be willingly. You must not be coerced to serve. You must not be pushed to serve. It's what they call we biro. A lot of people are still we biro Christians. You got born again 15 years ago and they are still begging you. Let's come, let's come. For how long? You should be the one begging people. For how long? They, they are we biro Christians. Wherever you drop the we biro, that's where you drop the thing inside of it. So after some time, you can't you push it again, it's going. They wait for them to be pushed. That should not be you. But look at the second part of this message, yeah, this scripture. It said, but if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me, meaning there is this negative part of reward that is committed unto me when I refuse to do it willingly. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 12. For if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted according to that a man had and not according to that which they had not if there is first a willing heart look at this God receives your mind before he receives anything from your hand God first receives your mind your mind gives before your hand gives seeking a corrupt mind so a corrupt hand a willing mind is equal to a winning hand so it's not because you are not sowing, but your sowing is with grudge. It's not because you are not paying your tithe, but your tithe has been corrupted by anger, by grudge. It's not willingly. It's not for something now. Don't one knows what we use this tithe to do. So if you don't give now, they will be checking, they will be looking and see if uh, the man is giving, but his mind is not right. May you enjoy a right heart. Number three, our service must be love motivated. That is what sustains commitment. 
our service must be love motivated service that will last must be rooted in love first corinthians chapter 13 verse 3 first corinthians chapter 13 verse 3 and though i bestowed all my goods i'm a dangerous giver <laughs> to feed the poor and though i give my body to be born and have not charity it profited me nothing that it is a wasted commitment i give i reach out to people but i lack love because it is possible to give and not love take don't kill me has been greeting me greeting me do not take it's not giving you because he loves you say this greeting say what is this greet every time every time he's giving grudgingly <laughs> a lot of people lift up their offering because everybody have to lift if i don't lift they will say i'm the only one that did not lift that is the reason <laughs> your thing everything you do in the kingdom must have a root in love in first chronicles chapter 29 verse 3 moreover because i have set my affection to the house of my god my affection my love i have of my own proper good not improper one proper good of gold or silver which i have given to the house of, of god over and above that all that i have prepared for the holy house he was given extraordinarily because the heart was rooted in love may your heart be rooted in love may the love of god be shared abroad in our hearts in the name of jesus christ so we must do all of these things put together to enjoy the blessings of god lift up your hand in your seated position and ask lord and grace me and grace me father to serve you correctly and grace me to serve you with the right heart and grace me father to serve you well lift up your voice and pray lord and grace me father and grace me i need grace i need grace i need your help and grace me to serve you correctly and grace me to serve you correctly and grace me father thank you father in jesus mighty name put your hands together for jesus hallelujah remember it's our covenant day of settlement quickly let's look at the covenant requirement for supernatural settlement the covenant requirement for supernatural settlement if you want to be settled to say to say a loud amen you'll be settled in the name of jesus guys so what is expected to be in place for me to be settled number one be born again until a man is in christ life remains in crisis be born again that is the foundation of settlement it's something that nobody can do for you. Okay, go and sit down. Don't worry. I will atone for your sin. I will repent on your behalf. It's not possible. Just as it is impossible to go to the toilet on you, no matter how you love your wife or your wife loves you. But me, I see that you are tired. Just stay. I will ease you, <laughs> yourself for you. <laughs> it's not possible. So it is. We've been born again. It is not possible for anyone to do for you. So you must. That is a foundation. It's a must if you must be settled meaning if you refuse to be born again you are the one responsible for the unsettlement of your life one must be born again before it can be truly settled second corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 second corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21 for he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made righteousness of God in him. In Isaiah chapter 32 verse 17, and the work of righteousness shall be peace. So settlement is, uh, peace is part of settlement. When you are settled, then there is peace. You might be going to someone that is going you every day. Early in the morning, you, 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 you check him, you ask his neighbor, is it there? He says, hey, you rush there to check. Now, as soon as he gives you, there's no need to do that. You enjoy peace. So whether it's at home or not, it's not your problem. You are being settled. The work of righteousness shall be peace. When you are standing right, righteousness means standing right with God. 
when you are standing right with God, you enjoy peace. There's no peace for the wicked. There's no peace for the unrighteous. Siren, we will hear Siren, and then his spirit will leave him because his hand is not clean. A police cannot be coming now. You are under arrest. You know you didn't carry anything. You didn't offend anybody. So why should you be troubled? And the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. That's settlement. The effect. So righteousness has effect. Righteousness has effect. I've got a voice. And there's a mic. When you take away the mic, you lose the effect of the amp and the mixer. So when the mic is there, you enjoy speaking. When you remove it, you struggle to speak. You struggle to speak loud. So righteousness carries effects. In John chapter 14 verse 27, the Bible says, Peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you, not as this world will give. It said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Your heart will be troubled if you are not standing right with God. When you enter into Christ, you enter settlements. Return unto me, I will return unto you. And so when you return to him, he returns everything you have lost. Malachi chapter 3 verse 7. Return unto me and I will return unto you. See the Lord of hosts. I will return. Meaning, I will not just return. I will return with the things you lost. Look at the prodigal son. He wandered away. When he wandered back, everything he lost, they did not remember. That is man. How much more God? They did not call to record his errors. Even when his brother was trying to say something, his father cooled him down. He has returned. That's what matters to me. See, your returning matters to God. The one that does not want you to return is the devil. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Number two, be committed to building your faith. Be committed to building your faith. This one is all something else that no one will do for you. Personal responsibility. Be committed to building your faith. Because faith is in levels. You are experiencing what you are experiencing now because of the level of your faith. The day the level of your faith changes, that is the day your level also changes. The speed of a car is limited to the gear of the car. And gear one, the car, you, no matter how you fire it, it will just be crying. And then at a point when you refuse to change the gear, it packs up. Destiny packs up if faith refuses to change. The level of faith refuses to change. So, how do you change the faith? Feed your faith. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. You keep feeding your faith. You keep growing. Feeding yourself with the word. You keep growing in faith. And you know what? If you refuse to grow in faith, you will groan in life. You will complain. Ah, ah, I've been here for many years. And nothing is happening. They said that says this. Then nothing happened. And this is a breaking limit. There's no limit anywhere. There's no breaking anywhere. He's complaining. Why? He's not seeing progress. No, it was his faith that had a challenge. The beauty of every balloon is the air that is inside of it. The beauty of your destiny is the level of the word of God inside of you. You have a colorful destiny. You have a glorious destiny. But it is what is inside that determines what you project out there. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 9. Therefore, a rest to the people of God. Verse 10, he said, For he that entered into his rest, he also had ceased from his own works, from his trouble, as God did from his. Verse 11, he said, Let us labor therefore to enter into the rest, lest any man fall after the sample of unbelief. So behind the falling is unbelief. Let your faith be alive. Walk on your faith. Walk on your faith. For the word of God is quick and powerful. That's what delivers faith. The word of God is a vehicle of faith. When it comes inside of you, it builds your faith. It gives you confidence. Do you know why people cry to see alerts on their phone? That's, uh, uh, when there's money dropped in your account, you want to see? It's to build your confidence. How do I know that the money entered? <laughs> so you go to the bank and rake. Hello, I'm not receiving alerts. I want to receive. I want to be seeing what is entering. So when you are working with ATM, you are confident. When there is no alerts, <laughs> you are not confident. You are going to the ATM. Even the way you press, it shows that this person is not sure. 
So what gives you confidence is the word of God. When you see it there, you are confident that God has said it, he will do it. And that does what? Settles it. May God settle every issue of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Faith not exercise. You will soon go dormant. They are, they are footballers for instance they used to play football all the days of their life then they stopped playing for some few years if you get them back to the field you will laugh they become like comedian he wants to trap the ball the ball follow him why he has stopped exercising so we must exercise our faith ourselves in faith we must exercise ourselves praise the name of the lord some of us are runners before in your school, secondary school days, you are good runner. You run now. When you run a little, you start breathing as if life has gone. Why? Because he has not been exercising himself. Exercise your faith. Number three requirement for supernatural settlement: demand for settlement in prayer. No assumption. People ask God, God, can't you see? God is saying, see what. <laughs> I see you cry out. Call on to me. I will answer. So if you don't call, you can't hold him responsible. Cry out for settlement. Like our father will always say, what you don't want, you don't watch. The day you cry out is the end of that affliction. Cry out. You have not cried out for settlement. If you know that, if you that do wickedly know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your father in heaven? Cry out. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 Come unto me, all you that labor are heavenly and I will give rest. How do you come to him? You don't travel to heaven, you call to heaven. Call out! Lord, I want to be settled in this area. Be serious about it. Anytime you pray and they ask you what to pray for and you can't say it in detail, you did not pray. Cry out! Take my yoke unto you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly. Cry out! When you cry out, he said, you will find rest. May you enjoy rest. James chapter 4 verse 2. You have not because you ask not. Whenever you don't have, it's just because you didn't ask enough. You ask not. That's why you don't have. So if you want settlement, you cry out. Number four. Enter into a covenant to make serving God your lifestyle. Enter into a covenant to make serving God your lifestyle. Not one of those things, but your lifestyle. So when they come around checking you, they say, it's either it's in the business place or it's in the church. That is his lifestyle. Second Chronicles chapter 15, beginning from verse 3. Second Chronicles 15, 3. Israel was without a true God. And without a teaching priest, verse 4, he said, when they were in their troubles, they turned to God. And in verse 12, he said they enter into a covenant to serve God. Then look at the result in verse 15. God gave them rest roundabout. So if it is rest roundabout you are looking for, enter into a covenant. He will not break his covenant. If you obey and serve me, you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. That's a covenant. If you do your part, I will do my part. The prosperity is there. He's looking for who to give, who to entrust. So the day you come up to making kingdom advancement endeavor your lifestyle, you enroll for settlement. And it's a choice, according to Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. He said, And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day who you shall serve. But for me and my house, he said, We shall serve the Lord. Serve the Lord as a lifestyle. Serving God is a choice. So God waits for your choice to make his choice. Who am I going to bless? He waits for your choice. <laughs> when you make your choice, it determines what happens to you. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. I have said before you life and death, blessing and cursing. It's life. That both you and your seed may live. Meaning what you choose can affect your seed. If you don't want your seed to struggle, choose life. That you, both you and your seed may live. So, your attitude today either helps your seeds tomorrow or destroy your seeds. Your seed will never be destroyed. You can be settled and the settlement extends to your children. To your children's children, that is posterity, not just prosperity. 
prosperity in my hand with you, but prosperity goes into the destiny of your children's children. There are some prayers that your children's children are not to pray by a reason of your commitment. Sir, they just fall in. Abraham, Isaac fall in. His seed kept falling in. Jacob fell in. And as they fell in, they enjoyed the same blessing their father enjoyed. That shall be your household. May your children's children call you blessed. May they remember that there is this man that was called this and served the Lord. Your amen can be louder. Understand that by redemption, you are not permitted to suffer beyond a while. You are due for settlement. You are due for settlement. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 27. Proverbs 3, 27, the Bible says, Withhold not good from them to whom it is due. Good is due to you. I thought you would say it louder, amen. He said, Withhold not good from them which is due. He said, When it is in thy power of thy hand to do it, so God will not abuse that law. So you have come for settlement today. May you enjoy settlement. Whatever has been the reason for unrest, may the same be destroyed in the name of Jesus. When we are talking about settlement, we are talking about business, career, family, all around settlement. Because when one area of your life is not settled, it affects the other areas. If you are not settled financially, somehow you have children and they also struggle somehow. So, but when you are enjoying all around settlement, you look around and all you can say is, thank you, Jesus. Then you are, you are truly, fully settled. May God settle you fully. He says, say not to your neighbor, go and come tomorrow. So God is not saying to you, go and come tomorrow. Today, something will be added to your destiny. So soon we, we are going to rise to pray. Lord, settle me until you cry out. There's no settlement. And like I said, understand that by redemption, you are not permitted to suffer beyond a while. In First Peter chapter 5, verse 10, says, But the God of all grace, who had called us unto eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while so the devil is the one that elongates the suffering no more shout no more he said you have suffered a while make you perfect for full blessing make you perfect establish strengthen and set to you so those four blessings must come make you perfect so your imperfection is helped establish you that is strengthens you and settles you. That shall be your experience in the name of Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17. For our light affliction. So the affliction shouldn't be too much. Which is but for the moment. It's time frame. It has expiring date. Some challenges are expiring today. It's a worker for us, a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So, what is a why? One hour is a why. A man came to Jesus, Matthew chapter 8, 8 to um, 13. The centurion said, My son, my servant is sick. And Jesus said, Let me go. He said, No, you don't have to come. Just say a word. And Jesus said a word. May that word reach out to your business and career today. And the Bible said, That same self, self hour, he was made whole. Instant, one hour is more than enough. May something happen this hour for you. What is a why? Overnight, weeping may endure. But for the night, joy comes in the morning. Psalm 30 verse 5. Psalm 30 verse 5. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes. May the morning bring joy for you in the name of Jesus. What is the why number three? One day. One day. In 2 Kings chapter 7, 1 to 2, and then verse 19 to 20, we saw Elijah prophesied. He said, by this time tomorrow, the flower shall be sold at one shekel. Then somebody said, how can that be? Even if God will open windows of heaven, he mocked God. Well, it happened, the man died. He died at the scene of the miracle. So, one day, more than enough. What is a while? Three days. Hosea chapter 6, verse 3, after two days. He revive us on the third day, we raise us up. Three days, more than so. Every challenge you see that is getting more than three days, you must end the tenor of that challenge. 
The problem is becoming too much. More than three days is too much. You end it. <laughs> what is a while? Three days maximum. So we must note that any affliction of long continuance is a cause. But Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, being made a cause for us, for it is written, Cause is everyone that hanged on the tree. Causes are the reason why blessings are in that. Rise to your feet. Father, in the name of Jesus, say to me today, lift up your voice and pray that prayer right now. Lord, I desire settlement. You know the area you desire settlement. Listen, God wants to hear you say that. You have not because you ask not. Lord, career settlement. Somebody pray. You are left alone right now. Pray. Lord, settle my career. Lord, settle me, oh God, concerning the fruit of the womb. Lord, settle my business. I desire settlement in my business. I desire settlement in my finances. Lord, I desire settlement with a miracle job. Are you asking for your settlement? Heaven awaits your cry right now. Oh, Father, settle me. Father, settle me. Lord, settle me. Malose Kadosaya Baladosa. Oh, Father, cause me to experience divine settlement. Lord, cause me to experience divine settlement. My Father, settle me today. Are you crying out to heaven? Somebody cried out their last settlement service. God is own. Cry out right now. Oh, settle me. My father. My father. Settle me. My father. Settle me. My father. Settle me. My father. Settle me. Lord, let today be my own day of settlement. Father, let today be my day of settlement. Lord, settle my matter today. Lord, settle my matter today. Say to me, oh Lord, in full. Say to me, oh Lord, in full. Lord, say to me, in full today. Lasso Carado Salareba. E close Ketekelebrodosa. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Remember, we said the first step to settlement is salvation. You must be born again. Life without Christ is full of crisis. You are here this morning. You are not born again. What I mean, you are watching from home. You are not born again. Wherever you are, you say this prayer after me to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And then you see this unrest come to an end permanently. Say after me, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Forgive me my sins. I know you died for me. And you rose again for my sake. Jesus, accept me as your son. Accept me as your precious daughter. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. You say that prayer with me right now. Make sure you communicate to